What up, man? Sit down. And I'm Ray Ray all day. Oh, man, I'm digging that cowboy hat, right? What up, man, and welcome to the battle. I'm your host, Boom Bobby. And I'm Ray Ray all day. Yeah, what up, Ray? Freeze. What's going on? We're Maynard. Chip Maynard, retur- reporting for duty. Damn, I've been working on that all day. <laughs> stop, Mike. Stop, there we dude, go. I had something in my head. Practice and it makes it perfect. Up. Yeah, well, you know, if you showed up half the time, you'd probably be good. That's a great point. Time, you know? That's practice These makes two perfect. two-week hiatuses you keep taking. Hey, monster truck. What happened? Maynard mm. here. All right, you're right. Many here. <laughs> He's trying something new and he jacked him all up. jacked it all up, man. Dude, you got to stay away from them damn monster trucks. They've got your head all jacked they up. Do. Uh, they do. You're not a redneck, okay? Don't, don't it was try. fun, though. You I had know, a good time. You got to ease your way into redneck and not You got to crawl yeah, before educate, you walk. Edumocate this boy, Ray Ray, because he thinks he goes to a damn truck show and now he's a redneck. Yeah, no, no, no. You got to crawl uh, before you walk. Yeah, I boy. had my lion's not sheep hat on. I was all redneckin' as in. <laughs> did you, redneck boots and, did you have boy. boots with your shorts? Oh, no, no. Did you redneckin' you're not a redneck? Boots and shorts. <laughs> no, I realized, yeah, I realized that's why I moved from Maine to Florida. You know them damn boys in Maine ain't rednecks? They're freaking hillbillies. That's a good point. <laughs> hillbillies in Maine. Uh, Speaking of uh, that, I'm going back to Maine at the end of June. Uh-oh. I'll go visit yeah, for the get some lobster. I gotta go yeah. get some lobster. Get some lobster. Hi, the women and children. The Maine is coming back. Maine is coming back. Thanks for the warning. Yeah. Yes, sir. What else did you do? Dude, what the hell are you going to do in Maine? I um, mean, really? Isn't that, is there a reason why you left Maine? Yeah, of course. I'm going to go <laughs> visit family, go watch some baseball games. So that's one day. A baseball games. Yeah. Okay. Wow. There's another. I got I got yeah. a buddy who's actually, uh, he was at our men's group last night. He's, uh, he's His son is the hitting coach for the Sea Dogs, double-A Red Sox. So he's, he told me, oh, when, wow. when you're back sea there, dogs. he told me when you're back there, just uh, give him a call and he'll have his... Son, get me on the field. And Mike, be able to name drop. Be able to name drop. Hey, I'm Mike Mayna. You might have heard of me. Mayna. Mayna. Mayna's here. Mayna is y'all. <laughs> That's all I heard last night at men's group, man. What's and, that? Mayna here. Every time I walk in now, it's ridiculous. <laughs> That's all right. All I ever hear is Ray Ray all day. All day. That's bullshit. Why is that bullshit? Who's that bullshit? Anyways. So you're realizing that Maine is just a good place to visit, huh? Yes. In the summer when the weather is not as humid as here in Florida. Yeah, when it gets a scorching 75 degrees in Maine. (laughs) It was 90 there. 75. They almost canceled baseball games today in high school because of a heat index. Wow. Come on now. I know. Tell me about it. Well, you guys find every reason (laughs) under the sun is cancel everything up there, don't you? (laughs) Now it's too hot. We don't want Junior to get too hot, so let's cancel the game. Uh, It's too cold, uh, you know. No, hold on, hold on. Okay, there we go. Okay, we've got five minutes. Let's play quick. Quick, quick, quick. Go, go, go. <laughs> Hurry up there. Get out there, kids. <laughs> Don't overexert yourself. The heat index went down enough. Oh, my yeah. gosh. I was up on top of a, a roof. heat index in Maine, bro. Can you I know. hear that? Yeah. We're living in Florida. It's 97 degrees here today. 100% humidity. Yeah, uh-huh. Yep. And these kids are out here doing their thing. Oh, yeah. Every day. Sitting on the couch playing some games. the air conditioning. Let's keep it on the roof. Central air was the best invention that was, since I came here, man. That's one of the best things. No. I don't have to put an AC unit in my window. I don't have to do any of that stuff. See, I'm what you guys don't know is that shoot, 
Fritz will know this in the early 70s. Oh, here we 60s. go. Here, here we, we go. go. No, That's bullshit. He's a Florida boy. He's, he's a Florida, Florida boy. Here the Florida. The, the, Before I was born. Keep going. Story, right? yeah. we, used to, we used to not have ACs down here. Nope. Wow. They don't in Portland. Yeah. Mm. They don't. A lot of them don't have a mask no. either. And it gets mm -mm. hot in Massachusetts too. It does. Yeah. It's rare to have Human. central air in Maine. Like everybody has to buy your units. And if not, they're usually all sold out. Do we, we used to fight over the, 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 the floor fan, you know? Mm. Oh, box yeah. Fan. You, your box fan you put on you the floor, it. you'd be fist fighting this. You could lay in front of it. To, you watch your, your sweat beads rolling down your chest <laughs> in front of that fan. You'd be landing the hell out of each other to get, get in front of it. Landing on Bobby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's down there passed out asleep. Poor Bobby. He's he surprised he's still alive, man. Man, he, poor he, guy. He was, a, he was a young pup. He didn't get he didn't get in front of the fan very often. You know? Speaking of your family, John, I got to finally meet them all. That was pretty sweet. Oh, yeah. Mana came over and met oh, some yeah? of my family. Oh, met yeah. Some of the family. How now he knows cool why I left. The graduation, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So he, he thought there was something wrong with me until he met the rest of them. You know what I mean? So you you got to you got to experience that that single trunk family tree uh, straight. I know you're redneck. Was Bobby there? I know you're redneck. Was Bobby there? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Bobby. We got time, there. guys. Got time. We we got a tree. The freaking Ray's got a family log. That's like his laying on the ground. It's got one branch. He's got a family swing. It's got one branch that a swing hangs from. But you know, if uh, if Jobo Cop was going to make it today, I know he would be talking about the old swamp coolers. Oh yeah, oh yeah, block, yeah. block of ice with a fan. Oh yeah, on it. Mm -hmm. I've heard about those. Love that chicken. That was it. They did a lot of that down in Louisiana too. Ah, uh, uh, Kentucky fries. That was back in the forties, but yeah, it was a little while back. Well, for Joe, that was the uh, 80s. for Joe that was the eighties. <laughs> I would not remember that. But when you think about it, those guys they had vision. When you really, really, really think about it, it's like okay, I'm sweating like crazy over here. What can I do to cool off? Make a swamp cooler? Yeah, make, make a, a swamp, swamp cooler. cooler there you go. Yeah. So they had some vision. And without vision, there's no life. Mm. Well, that, that's, indi that's indicative of, of just when we talk about being a man in general. I mean, I think that's what's that's affecting men in our culture today is that they lack vision. Right. Which another term for that could be purpose, you know? Mm-hmm. They, they, they lack a vision, they lack a purpose for their life. And because of that, we just find ourselves kind of meandering around or just existing. Right. You know? I like the way you said that, just existing. Because you, like you said, without the vision, you don't have a path. You don't have mm -hmm. a direction to go. You're just going to kind of sit around and waste away. Well, you think about it, we're actually really blessed in, in the world in the, that we're, we're living in right now. And a lot of people will say, what are you talking about, man? We got this going on and that going on. And, you know, this generation is doing this and this generation is doing that. But, you know, we were talking about this in our men's group last night. And I think sometimes we forget this, you know, we get to be in a, in a, a part of a generation or a time in history where men can actually focus on passion and vision more on a broader scale. Whereas, you know, you look at the guys that came before us. I mean, they worked from sunup to sundown, came home ate dinner, sat around, maybe got a little bit of rest, went to bed, got up at the crack of dawn, did it all over again. And it wasn't, there wasn't, you know, enter entertainment to be entertained every day. There wasn't TV. There wasn't social media. There wasn't, you know, all these different outlets to express yourself like we have in our culture today. So, you know, there are a lot of people out there right now that have a vision and a passion for things that are being able to use technology, for instance, today to get that out there. I mean, you think about this, 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 podcast. I mean, this is a vision that we have. 
yeah. that we're able to use this platform to get it out there to the masses, right? Mm -hmm. There were podcasts, what, 20 years ago? No. Fritz, you no. probably know better than me because you've been in the game a long time. I mean, you know, back when we started God Stories Radio, that was eight years ago, yeah. and there wasn't much happening. Right. Well, there you go. So, I mean, in the world of podcasts, so it's probably less than 10 years, really. So you just think in that scope of things, I mean, a form of expression. You know, music's been around for a long time. People have used music, poetry, art, things like that. But because of the, the, advancements in technology today, people are allowed to express themselves more and open and more openly than ever before. Well, there's a broader base of people expressing themselves. Right. Where before it was very few. And if you wanted to see them or hear them, you had to find out where they were and go there. Right. Where now it's all pay-per-view or YouTube or wherever you can get it right, right at home. But I also think that all of the internet and all that stuff is also a hindrance on sure. people's oh, visions yeah. yes. because they can just sit there and I, and I, I get onto my kids about this all the time. They'll sit there and watch a kid playing with toys. And I'm like, you've got the same damn toy sitting right there. Yep. Go play with it. You know? Oh, but you know, I can sit here and watch this guy. It's like, where is your vision? Or video games. They yeah. watch somebody else play video games. Watch somebody else yeah. play video games. You've got games. the oh, yeah. game. Well, but, they do it so they can cheat. That's gameplay. Right. Yeah. yeah. But I look at that and I'm like, look, make a video. Mm -hmm. You you be the person that is doing that. That's, that's a vision that, look, you know what? I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to play with my toys. I want to record myself. And we can make money doing that. Mm -hmm. But they get... It's, it's so much easier to just sit and watch than it is to apply the steps to accomplish your vision. Yeah. Well, what it does too. Are we going to say something? Oh, like I was going to say some of the biggest YouTubers right now are all video game stars. Like that's exactly what they did. And a lot of them are now using that, <clears throat> using that for good. And like, I've, there's one guy out there who pretty much took all his money from YouTube and he turned it into a vision. And he pretty much has been giving like houses away for a dollar. Or cars for free. I know exactly who you're talking about. You're talking about, yeah, yeah. you know exactly what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. he, he, I got introduced to him and he, I'm like, this is someone I want my kids to watch because he's yeah. literally taking his fame and what he would, what he did, his vision. He was started out in Minecraft and all of a sudden he was like, bam, now I'm going to treat people like, make people like, give people money just for doing, doing stupid stuff. And people right. are still watching, making money. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. But what the other part of it too is, is we got to be careful because what it, tells our kids is to be like somebody else. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And then they lose the vision and the passion and the drive to be themselves, the best version of themselves. And not someone uh, else. You know, it's like I've of. always told my son and my daughter, you know, the world's already got this person. They're looking, we need, we need you, that individuality. Right. Um, and it's easier. It's easier to, to try to be like somebody else, to mimic somebody else. You know, for guys like us and that are on this podcast, you know, we, we mimic and want to be like Christ. You know, and, and that's that's hard enough in itself. I'm not <laughs> yeah. trying to be somebody else. I have a hard enough time <laughs> yeah. being me. You know what I mean? So, time for that. But we have we have a bunch of kids that are coming up in the next generation that are a bunch of copycats. They want to be like these other people. And it's because they don't have their own vision. They don't have their own passion. They don't have their own purpose because they're trying to be like something or somebody else rather than trying to be themselves. And I guess that's the point of the conversation today is, is like, you need to have your own vision, your own purpose, your own passion, and fixate on you and what you're going to do to make that happen rather than ride the coattails or trying to be or mimic something in somebody else that's already doing it. You know? Yeah, and I think a lot of the whole YouTube thing and all of that, 
part of the problem is, is I think that squashes our kids' vision. And what I mean by that is they're not using their imagination anymore. Everything is right there and it's on screen mm-hmm. for them to pick up whenever they want. Where when we were younger, you used to have to go outside, you find a stick, you find a rock, and you make a game. Or if you don't have a stick and a rock, you find something and to do something else with. Mm-hmm. So that that attaches or that makes you use your imagination. And then it's limitless. And I think that's where your vision can really come from is you've got to detach from all this stuff. You got to have that quiet time, that 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 peaceful time so that you can think inside your own head. Well, come back to yourself, right? I mean, yeah. Because yeah. you're, you're so invested in other things and other people, you lose yourself in the process. Right. You know, and we think about it from a male's perspective, you know, for guys, for instance, I mean, guys out there that are husbands or fathers, you know, I mean, your vision and your purpose should be about being the best version of yourself for your wife and your kids. For us as men, we're supposed to be teachers and leaders and and protectors and providers. And we all do it in a different way. You know, the, you know, it doesn't mean we all have to do it the same exact way, but there's an expectation there that comes with being a man. And we got a, a bunch of dudes out there right now, quite frankly, that have zero passion or zero drive or zero vision for their lives. And they're not living, they're dead. They're just existing. Yeah. Yep. Well, there's, could it, yeah. Well, the, could it be though, two fellows that we're so programmed to live in the future that you now, make a good point. now is just going right by us because, you know, with our cell phones and our laptops and everything, we're programmed to live in the future. We're answering emails and, and, you know, expecting things to come in and checking voicemails and checking everything and always future, you know, that, that well, now, like living for the weekend now right? is going right by us. Right. You know, we're not living yeah. in the moment. Right. We, we don't know what living for the weekend, do that. right? Fritzy, I mean, yeah, you work at the job and you say, well, I can't wait till like Saturday and Sunday gets here so I can be away from this for a minute. So yeah. you lose sight of where you're at fixated on what's to come because you want to have those two days off, you lose five days in the process. Right. Yep. Right. Or in our case, you know, we fixate on what we're going to do and we lose sight of what's in front of us as far as being husbands and fathers. Yeah, you miss opportunities. Yes. And I, I also think there's another, another factor to all of this is that a lot of the real, the, the much younger generation, they don't have guidance into how to accomplish their visions. So they can say, yeah, I got a vision. I got no idea how to get there. So I would, prime example, my nephew, probably about five, six years ago, you know, we're driving in the car. I just took him over to Isaac's shop and all that. I was just showing him around some of the guys that we go to church with and letting him experience these people in real life. And I was asking him, I'm like, so man, what do you, what do you want to do? He's like, well, I don't know. I said, well, no, seriously, you got to, you got to have a goal. You got to have a vision. And then you've got to set short term goals to accomplish that vision. So what do you want to do? He gives, you know, just being a smart ass. He's like, I want to be the CEO of Disney. I said, all right, that's cool. If that's really what you want to do, now how are you going to get there? What are the steps you're going to take to get there? So I was trying to educate him. I was trying to share some of my wisdom as to how you accomplish your vision. What do you do? These little steps, you got to have a, say you got a 20 year vision. What are you going to do to get to that 20 year vision? Well, you've got to establish five year visions 
that take you in that direction. Yeah, but it goes back to what Fritzy was saying. And it's the problem is, is that instant gratification is the world that they live in. Yeah. And so, you know, there's no, they don't have the vision of 10 years down the road or five years down the road. They want it now right? Right. because they're used to getting everything. Yeah. Can I just be real with you fellas? I mean, I think, and I agree with, with Ray all day on that wisdom, but I don't think that wisdom is worth a nickel in the world we live in today. And I don't think these kids want to stop long enough to hear what we have to say because they don't want to invest the time that we did to get to to where we want want to go. This generation thinks in algorithms and thinks in uh, formulas. And that's why you have 22-year-old millionaires, you know, because it's the life is an algorithm to them, you know, Mm -hmm. so that I got to, I got to work to get there. Yeah. You know, no, there's got to be, there's got to be an equation or an algorithm I can figure out to, to get to the top. Well, and the other part of it too is, is how much of it is about just the money? You know, and we talk about a vision or a passion or a purpose, you know, I mean, if it's about the money, I mean, all that's been thrown out the window because at the mm-hmm. end of the day, if it's about making that dollar, I mean, and in some situations, you know, like, you know, Mike, you bring up, brought up this dude on YouTube or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's great that that person is given back, but was that the, was that the ultimate goal of the vision in the beginning? Or was it the vision and the purpose to get rich? Yeah. And now you turn around now because you are rich, that's the after effect. Yeah. But the, 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 the question, you got a bunch of, you talk about algorithms and things like that, right? Well, what are they thinking about doing? They're thinking about the get rich quick theme. Like, what am I going to do to get the money the fastest? Mm-hmm. Now, there could be a yeah. great byproduct of that by them going out and utilizing that money after the fact. But the, the problem, though, in the very beginning, it's fixated on the cash. It's about the money. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what's, what's been lost here is, and we talk about this a lot on this podcast, is it's about relationships, right? Yeah. You know, it's, it's about, you know, making impacts not only in your life, but the life of the people that are around you, you know, be a positive influence or positive impact. And we've lost sight of that because everything that we do now or everything that a lot of the younger generation today is doing is it's, it's by yourself or it's interaction for a purpose. Like you see all these people on YouTube or whatever, and I'm not cracking on that. Hey, go get yours. You know, I'm, I don't, I'm not hating on anybody. Yeah, me, me yeah. neither. Don't. But, you know, it's like they're just pawns in a game of chess. It's, it's a means to an end. Well, it's, it's not about the relationships. No, I mean, it's selfishly motivated. Right. Yep. That's all. It's and all that's the way they've been taught. Go get yours, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, maybe you get, you know, Do a couple you, of them, You get a couple of them that maybe they're, they're convicted and they go, you know what? I've gotten a lot. Maybe I should share some of this. That's not all of them. No. You know, and some of them just never get enough. But even outside of money, mm-hmm. once you've established your vision and you've reached your vision, you have to establish another vision or you're going to sit in that place and waste away. So it, it never ends. And that's the thing. I think that's one of the biggest yeah. problems with the older, the older people is they're like, okay, I'm here. I've made it. And now what? Well, what yeah, do you, I do? you make a great point because, you know, the other day, one of them in, in our message at church, he was talking about, you know, the older generation where they get to a point where they're like, okay, I'm done. I've done what I need to do. Now it's retirement time. It's smooth sailing time. I'm, I'm cashing out. You don't need me for nothing. I'm good. Well, no, I mean, there's still 
opportunities and it's never too late. There's all, all, obviously there's relationships and teaching and mentoring. You know, you, we use the word being a mentor here a lot on the podcast, but that's part of the problem is we've got a lot of our generation and the generation that came before us that are checked out. They don't want to be mentors. It's too much work. Yeah, I, It's too much dedication. Yeah. I was going to say that uh, when I was working, I was actually being taught by uh, one of the guys at, at, at my work and he was a former CFO. And he ended up leaving that position to just, he wanted to just train people. That was his, like, he, he didn't, he didn't want to continue to be the head of everything. So he left the bank and went to the bank that I worked at and ended up doing a very smaller role. They were amazed that he even wanted the job and he did it. And, and he was a great mentor for me and he still is. I mean, I, I'm hoping to catch up with him when I go visit um, to see how he's doing. But he actually told me, and I was going to bring it up, that the best thing you do is write it down. If yeah. you don't write down your goals, nothing happens. Like yeah. if you don't write it down, it never existed. It's in your brain. Write it, always write it down. Well, it sounds like he left a he left that job for a better quality of life. Yes, exactly. Which is yeah, which is yep. what we like you like you said earlier, when we're chasing that dollar, you lose that quality of life. Mm -hmm. But another thing you were saying that that kind of hit with me is the old timers who are checking out. And part of that problem is is that the young guys don't want to hear it. Nope. So you get tired of telling... But that's not that's old news, though. I know, but what I'm saying is we that... We don't want to hear it either. Yeah, but the age of the blue-collar worker is is yeah. going away. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But that's what we have. We we have to persevere through that, though. We have to understand that when we, when we say this, when we give this wisdom out, all you can do is hope you're planting a seed. So when the shit hits a fan with these kids and they don't have any... They don't know what to do. They ain't got a pot to piss in or a window to throw it out. Mm -hmm. That seed is there and they go, okay. Well, well, this is why I got three of them at home. Yeah. But you see, because they knew better. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But you see what I'm getting yeah. at is you have to. I ain't got time to listen, Dad. You, you have to I be able this. to plant that wisdom in them. We can't give up. We can't give up. As men, no, we an, cannot give up. No, it's yeah, not you going, Brock. You can't give no. up. It's a, it's a constant yeah. battle, right? No pun right. intended, right? That's right. why we call this podcast the battle. It's a constant battle that we face as men. But I guess the biggest thing too is when we look at vision, if the vision is solely, you know, fixated on just you. Yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. you, you, you got to take a step back and really think about that. If it's all about just you, then that's selfishness. Yep. And that's when we talked, that's when I was talking about your, your vision has to change. So at 18, Correct. your vision is going to be about you regardless, because mm -hmm. it's going to be, how do I get out of the house? How do I get on my own? How do I get my own place? But then, once well, you're how do there, I get to stay here longer? How do I go out? <laughs> yeah, well, how do I get free groceries? Well, that, I, yeah, yeah, they don't think like that, though, Ray. Yeah, they I know, don't. I know. I yeah. got one that won't get a driver's license. I don't know what the hell is wrong with him. But yeah, that's exactly what we're talking about here, and that's why us as men, it's our job to just to stay on it. We mm -hmm. can't give up. We got to keep telling them, "You've got to do this. You've got to do this." Mm -hmm. And we know they're not going to do it, but we can't just let we can't let that win. We have to keep telling them and just hope that we're planting that seed. Yeah. I'm glad you brought up vision though, because vision is the same thing. I was like, I've always said vision was for myself, but now that, you know, I've thought about it more and I've been able to kind of have these role models around me. It's all about my, my wife and my kids. Right. And Your like, vision has changed. My vision has changed to have my kids have vision. There you That's go. That's the biggest thing that I want to do. I want them to be able to. It's called maturing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. That's becoming less selfish. And mm -hmm. becoming selfless. selfless. Yep. And that's what we're to do as men. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, because you think about it, at the end of the day, as much as we can say whatever we want, as fathers, it's the more that we vest into our kids and the more that we teach them and the more that we help them with their vision, 
the e- the better it's going to be, the easier it's going to be on us when it comes time for them to chase their vision. Yes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We won't have the stress and the heartache and the frustration of what's going on, the, the not knowing, or mm-hmm. are they going to get it or whatever, you know? And it goes back to what you said, Ray. It's about planting seeds and, you know, you know, allowing those seeds to flourish. Sometimes the problem that I have and a lot of men have is that we want to water this, water it too and we end up drowning it. Yeah. And we got to be very careful. And a lot of that's driven by fear. You know, it's the, the fear of them not... Uh, being able to measure up the fear of them not finding what they're looking for, the fear of them not making it, the, and all these right. different things that are seated in us. And we know as believers, it comes from the enemy, but it's real. Yeah. And it's a lot of men out there right now that are are, are battling that, you know. And it's, but the other part of it is, is that we have to be very careful because as men, we're teaching our children about vision by the vision we have in our own lives. Right? Do I have vision as as, as their father? Do I have vision as my wife's husband? Do I have vision as your brother? You know, you got, you guys sit in this room. I mean, if you're looking at me and my my whole existence is about get, getting home from work and just melting away, I've got no no vision for my life. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not impacting nobody. And so when we look at, you know, we've, we've used terms here uh, on the podcast. One of the things we talked about here was two episodes. We talked about legacy. Yep. And, you know, and we are leaving a legacy through this podcast. It's going to last forever. You know, these episodes that we've shared, this wisdom, this, this insight, this, this dialogue is our contribution to society. It's our contribution to men. So when you look at it, you know, it, it's a vision that we're putting into action, that we're trying to help other people. And it's not about solely about us. And I think that you make a great point, Ray, because, you know, our vision does change and it is self-centered at a young age. And as we mature as men, young men becoming, you know, middle-aged men to becoming older men, it changes throughout the course of our lives. What we see, though, in our culture, if we're going to be honest, though, is we go from selfishness to selflessness to selfishness. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Great point, John. Good point. It's a podcast in itself. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> that's what we do, right? We, yeah. Now it's, okay, I've raised the kids. I've done my part. It's about I'm me out. now, baby. It's that's about it. me now. It's about me and mama. See you. You know, yeah. And, and when you say and whatever, you want, we car. all talk about, we all talk oh, yeah. that way. We all talk about, you know, Katie uh-huh. and I talk. So yeah, I come on, to get our golf cart. That's yeah, it. You drive around the neighborhood, and do whatever the hell she wants to be doing. But we start <laughs> talking about we're that. gonna do what we what we what we want to do. Well, you know, no, we're gonna be doing. You know, at that time, we're gonna still have our kids in our lives. We'll yeah. probably have grandbabies in our lives. Mm-hmm. We're still, you know, there's, there's mm-hmm. other things that are gonna be, and the vision is going to change once again. Yeah. Yep. You know. Once the grandbabies show up, it ain't about selfishness anymore. It's about selflessness. So you go from selfishness to selfishness to selfishness this to selflessness again. <laughs> say that 10 times. Yeah, that was easy, that. That was easy for you to say. That's, yeah. why, that's why they all move to adult-only communities. Yeah, yeah. 15 older, baby. <laughs> yeah. Don't bring the children in here. Yeah, you can come, but Going you can only villages. stay for three days. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what they say? Family's a lot like fish. After three days, it starts to stink. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So. Good night. But I, I think that, you know, like we like you said in the beginning, without vision, you know, no vision, no life. Yeah. What, what's the point of living? Yeah. What's the point? I mean, yeah. just to get up and go to work and just pour into meaningless entertainment, you know, to keep ourselves preoccupied on trash all day long outside of the job and, and, and you know, kind of just exist. That's all consuming, consuming, yeah, consuming. You're not putting anything out. 
Nothing at all. And I guess that's a question you, it's for the men that are listening to this podcast right now. I mean, what is your vision? If you don't have a vision, why not, right? Mm-hmm. What are you doing to, to fixate on a, on a vision? Mike makes a great point. Write it down. Think about yeah. it. Put some time yep. and effort into it. And then, you know, does your vision is encompass other people? Is it all about you? Right. Mm-hmm. Because I'm going to tell you something. If you're married and you think you're going to have a vision just for yourself, good luck. Yeah. Tell me yeah. how that works out for you. Yeah. You'll probably be divorced and you will be single and it will be about you. Yeah. Well, halfway about you because the other half is going to be going to your the wife. The other half is going to your wife. <laughs> 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 yeah. Well, you know, that, that reminded me of another story. I was talking to another inspector and um, he was killing himself doing, just doing just tons and tons and tons of work. And, you know, he was having issues and I told him, I said, look, you've got to find that, that happy medium. Well, his vision was to grow, 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 grow. And I told him, I said, man, you've got to find that happy medium or you're going to keep killing yourself for half of what you got. I said, because you're going to lose everything. But another, another thing I wanted to touch on was that I was, I was saying earlier, we need to keep planting that wisdom and, and sharing that wisdom. I think a lot of that too is we need to make sure we're walking out our vision, what your vision is. Because a lot of times these kids, it's always, you know, don't do what I say you know, do as I see, do as I do, not as I say, and they're going to watch what you do. So if you're telling them one thing, but you're coming and planting your ass on the couch every day after work, that's what they're going to see. And that's what they're going to do. So you have to walk that vision out. You have to walk out what you're telling them. You know, one of the toughest things that ever, I ever experienced is when I had a heart to heart with my son, because we're talking about him dating, for instance. And we were talking about all these specific girls that he's been attracted to. And in, in, in our house, you know, we're believers. We're Christians, right? And I kept at, and I asked him, I said, you know, it seems just odd to me that every girl that you talk to, you never ask them where they are in their faith. I said, it's almost like it's like not even important to you. And he, he looked at me and he said, honestly, he said, well, it's really not. I said, I don't understand how you can have that thought process living in this house, mm. growing up in this house. I said, because at the end of the day, I'm like, I know for a fact that you cannot say to me that you have not seen it living out, lived out in this house. I mean, we are, we don't just talk the talk, we walk the walk. We're, we're involved. We go worship as the center of our life. We're in church every Sunday worshiping God. We've been involved in groups. I've been involved in men's groups. Your mom's been involved in, in, in other groups. You know, I'm a, I, I host a men's podcast trying to help men. You know, I'm like, mm-hmm. you can't say that you don't have that example in your life. Right. And it dawned on me that there are so many men out there that can't say anything even close to that to their children. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're yeah. right. You can't, and then they wonder why that they're kidding. And you go back to what you're saying, Ray, with walking out that vision. If you're not walking out what you're talking out, man, you got a problem. Because these kids, they're already looking for an out. Yeah. Yeah. They're already, the first thing, you know, you know, and, and the first thing that a kid wants to do, and I know because I was a teenager, like, well, you don't do that. Mm-hmm. Why are you telling oh, me yeah. to do that? You don't do that. You don't, you don't go to church on Sunday. You don't do this. You don't. That's you know. the easiest course of blame too, right. is the parents. It, 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 but the reality of it is, is what you what you learn as a father real quick is it just because you got it don't mean they're gonna get it. That's it. That's yeah. You true. can't give somebody Truth. else vision. Truth. Nope. And you, you can can't give somebody else direction. purpose. All we could do, like you said, Ray, is plant that seed yep. 
and try to help it grow and flourish. That's it. And know, you know, we a conversation. Give it sunlight too. Yeah. And well, it's just like I told my kids the other day, we were talking and we had a hard time on the couch. And I said to both of them, I said, look, you're both going to always be my babies. You're going to be 40 years old. You're still going to be my baby. You're always going to be mine. I said, I will never, I looked, I want you two to look at me real close. I said, I will never let you go, but there will be a time I will step aside. Mm -hmm. I said, that's yeah. a unique way to word that too. No, that's John. a great way. I'm, I'm going to steal that shamelessly. I was going to say, when, when I heard you say that, I was like, man, that's, that's powerful. Mm, because at good. the end of the day, you never let go of your children. You're yeah. always going to love them. You're always going to be there for them, but you got to learn at times to step aside. You know, like my son hit me up the other day about some advice about a, this girl's date or whatever. And I said to him, look, you're a man now. You need to make your own decisions. That's up to you what you want to do. And, the, and that's an example of me stepping aside. I'm not letting go. Right. Because I'm never going to let go. But I need to pick those moments to step aside and allow that vision for him and his life to flourish and to grow to where it becomes his vision, not mine. Right. 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 And that also corresponds with the last podcast where we talked about listening. Yeah. Where you, when your daughter sat you down and the first thing you want to do is fix it. I mm -hmm. just want you to listen, Dad. I just want you to listen. That's stepping aside. You got to step aside. It's hard. Now fix it. I just thought of a great kind of uh, visual analogy. Have you guys ever seen square watermelons? No. No. So they've actually got these boxes that they start a watermelon growing. And then they put this watermelon in this box and it continues to grow. But it can only grow to the size of that square box. So like what you were saying, you got to know when to remove the box. Because if not, you're going to stifle their mm. vision, their growth. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I guess at the end of the day, we got to ask ourselves some tough questions as men. I mean, what is the vision for your life? Do you have a vision? What is the center of your purpose? What are you trying to achieve? What, do you, what kind of mark are you looking to leave on the world that God has put you in? So many of us men are just existing right now. We get up and it's the same old, same old. You go to work, you come home, you hang out, spending meaningless time on your phone or watching TV or just to trying to disconnect and unplug. And then you go to bed and you get up and you do it over again. And then you wake up and you're 40-something years old and you have what they call a midlife crisis because you, you realize that you have lost yourself in the midst of yourself. Because you know what, at the end of the day, the reality of it is, is because you have no vision. You've lost your purpose. And for those fathers out there that have daughters and sons, Ray makes a very good point tonight. You know, sometimes you got to take the box off and allow their vision and their purpose to become their vision and their purpose, or you stifle the growth. Been there, did that, guys. And a lot of it's just driven out of fear because you want the very best for your children. But you know what? At the end of the day, they have to learn how to make their own way. If they're ever going to have their own vision, we talk about the younger generation. They have no vision. They have no purpose. Well, let's step out. Let's step aside and allow them to create their own vision, their own purpose for their life. There's a difference between helping somebody and trying to control somebody. To wake up every day to live a meaningless, purposeless life, you might as well not even be here. And I'm not saying that in a negative way. I'm not trying to say you should end your life or do something crazy like that. 
But what I'm saying is, is you need to find a purpose and a vision for your life. Write it down. Meditate on it. Think about it. You know, plan. Put expectations on yourself. Have goals to reach. And don't make excuses. All of, a, all of a, an excuse is, is a skin of reason, stuffle of a lie. That's all it is. You can't lie to yourself. You already know the truth. Guys, it's time to wake up. It's time to get up. And it's time to stand up. Let's be the example for the generation coming behind us. Let's quit pointing fingers and making excuses and starting holding ourselves accountable. And focus on the vision and the purpose of your life. And when you do that, my friends, well, that's where the rubber meets the road. 